Ever been in a situation where you didn't have the words to speak? Ever been in a situation where you didn't have the words to respond? Ever been in a situation where you didn't have the words to answer? What did you do? Who were you talking to when it happened? Is there a trend when certain people, certain classifications of people, certain roles or titles of people talk to you that you can't speak? Is it in one-on-one situations? Is it in crowd situations? Is it during presentations? Is it during online chats or conversations? What did you do? What goes through your mind? What happens to your heart? What happens to your gut? How did you or will you get over it or through it? Dash. The One Year Daily Insights. With Zig Ziglar and D.R. Ike Rygert. For December 13th. Dash. When you don't know how to pray. Dash. Memory verse of the day. Greater than likewise the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit Himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Greater than. Greater than Romans 8:26. Dash. Let's expand on this to get context for what we are being told and look for some extra details by using the Amplified Version. Greater than for I consider, from the standpoint of faith, that the sufferings of the present life are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is about to be revealed to us and in us. For, even the whole, creation, all nature, waits eagerly for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration and futility, not willingly, because of some intentional fault on its part, but by the will of Him who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will also be freed from its bondage to decay, and gain entrance, into the glorious freedom of the children of God. For we know that the whole creation has been moaning together as in the pains of childbirth until now. And not only this, but we too, who have the first fruits of the Spirit, a joyful indication of the blessings to come, even we groan inwardly, as we wait eagerly for, the sign of, our adoption as sons, the redemption and transformation of our body, at the resurrection. For in this hope we were saved, by faith. But hope, the object of, which is seen is not hope. For who hopes for what he already sees? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait eagerly for it with patience and composure. Greater than. Greater than in the same way the Spirit, comes to us and, helps us in our weakness. We do not know what prayer to offer or how to offer it as we should, but the Spirit Himself, knows our need, and at the right time, intercedes on our behalf with sighs and groanings too deep for words. And he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the Spirit is, because the Spirit intercedes, before God, on behalf of God's people in accordance with God's will. And we know, with great confidence, that God, who is deeply concerned about us, causes all things to work together, as a plan, for good for those who love God, to those who are called according to His plan and purpose. For those whom He foreknew, and loved and chose beforehand, He also predestined to be conformed to the image of His Son, and ultimately share in His complete sanctification, so that He would be the firstborn, the most beloved and honored, among many believers. And those whom He predestined, He also called, and those whom He called, He also justified, declared free of the guilt of sin, and those whom He justified, He also glorified, raising them to a heavenly dignity. What then shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be, successful, against us? He who did not spare, even, His own Son, but gave Him up for us all, how will He not also, along with Him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against God's elect, His chosen ones? It is God who justifies us, declaring us blameless and putting us in a right relationship with Himself. Who is the one who condemns us? Christ Jesus is the one who died, to pay our penalty, and more than that, who was raised, from the dead, and who is at the right hand of God interceding, with the Father, for us. Who shall ever separate us from the love of Christ? 
Will tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? Just as it is written and forever remains written, for your sake we are put to death all day long, we are regarded as sheep for the slaughter. Yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain an overwhelming victory through Him who loved us, so much that He died for us. For I am convinced, and continue to be convinced, beyond any doubt, that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing, will be able to separate us from the, unlimited, love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Greater than. Greater than Romans 8 18-39. Points from the devotional. When I look back and consider my grandmother, I realize she prayed for me. She got to spend so much time with us babysitting and saw the good, the bad, and the ugly sides and yet I am sure she prayed through it all. Today's verse tells us of another who is praying for us, the Holy Spirit. Today's verse tells us not only that He is praying for us but even when we don't have the words to pray, He is praying for us in our own sighs and groans for the situation. God loves us so much that He has the Holy Spirit praying for us. The Holy Spirit is always praying for us. He prays in the midst of us struggling to find words to use in our own prayers. He prays for us, for our marriages, for our families, and even for our work. He prays for us when we have a clear or cloudy mind. He prays for us when we are feeling good or struggling with something. When we know we need God's intervention but can't come up with the words, the Holy Spirit prays for us. When we are feeling lost, empty, or helpless, the Holy Spirit is praying for us. The Holy Spirit knows us better than we know ourselves and as such is able to pray for the very situation we find ourselves in. In the midst of not knowing how to pray or what to pray, the Holy Spirit brings our needs to the Father's throne of grace. The Holy Spirit doesn't have glib prayers but rather one that is filled with passion, intensity, and deep concern for our welfare. The Holy Spirit doesn't have meaningless prayers but rather one that is filled with passion, intensity, and deep concern for our welfare. The Holy Spirit doesn't have rambling prayers but rather one that is filled with passion, intensity, and deep concern for our welfare. We may only see or hear groans or sighs but the Holy Spirit is praying. Not sure what to do. Ask the Holy Spirit. Not sure what to say. Ask the Holy Spirit. Not sure how to or what to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit. Do you know or have a good idea of God's plan for you so that you can make good decisions and have good interactions with others? The Holy Spirit is praying with us. Do you have days when you have no idea or clue what God's plan is for the day? The Holy Spirit is praying for us. He can give us wisdom and discernment into what we can pray. He can pray for us when we are feeling overwhelmed. Feel encouraged as you start your today because you have an advocate who is the Holy Spirit in the midst of every situation. He is our advocate in the midst of difficult situations and decisions. Dash. Discussion topics from today's devotional. How does it encourage you to know that the Spirit prays for you? Is there any situation right now that baffles you and you don't know how to pray about it? Thank the Holy Spirit for His prayers and love. Dash. Quotes from today's devotional. Greater than to the individual believer indwelt by the Holy Spirit there is granted the direct impression of the Spirit of God on the Spirit of man, imparting the knowledge of His will in matters of the smallest and greatest importance. This has to be sought and waited for. Greater than. Greater than G. Campbell Morgan. Dash. As we move into December we have finished the readings of the Tanakh and I thank Seferia for their resources in helping me to see the Old Testament in a new way and my friend Lionel for having shared this tool with me. As we kick off December the idea my wife brought up came to mind about going through the book of Luke, who was a doctor, which happens to have 24 chapters which means we can read one a day and complete it in time for Christmas.
To get as many details from this I am going to use the amplified version to try and grasp all the details Luke gives us to consider and learn. So today we will read Luke 13. Greater than just at that time some people came who told Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate, the governor, had mixed with their sacrifices. Jesus replied to them, Do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they have suffered in this way? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Or do you assume that those eighteen on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed were worse sinners than all the others who live in Jerusalem? I tell you, no, but unless you repent, change your old way of thinking, turn from your sinful ways and live changed lives, you will all likewise perish. Greater than. Greater than then he began telling them this parable, a certain man had a fig tree that had been planted in his vineyard and he came looking for fruit on it, but did not find any, so he said to the vineyard keeper, For three years I have come looking for fruit on this fig tree and have found none. Cut it down. Why does it even use up the ground, depleting the soil and blocking the sunlight? But he replied to him, Let it alone, sir, just, one more year until I dig around it and put in fertilizer, and if it bears fruit after this, fine, but if not, cut it down. Greater than. Greater than now Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And there was a woman who for eighteen years had had an illness caused by a spirit, demon. She was bent double, and could not straighten up at all. When Jesus saw her, he called her over and said to her, Woman, you are released from your illness. Then he laid his hands on her, and immediately she stood erect again and she began glorifying and praising God. But the leader of the synagogue, indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, began saying to the crowd in response, there are six days in which work ought to be done, so come on those days and be healed, and not on the Sabbath day. But the Lord replied to him, You hypocrites, play-actors, pretenders! Does not each one of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or his donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? And this woman, a daughter, descendant, of Abraham whom Satan has bound for eighteen long years, should she not have been released from this bond on the Sabbath day? As he was saying this, all his opponents were being humiliated and the entire crowd was rejoicing over all the glorious things that were being done by him. Greater than. Greater than so this led him to say, What is the kingdom of God like? And to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his own garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the sky found shelter and nested in its branches. And again he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three peck measures of flour until it was all leavened. Greater than greater than Jesus journeyed on through cities and villages, teaching and making his way toward Jerusalem. And someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved, from the penalties of the last judgment? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, force aside unbelief and the attractions of sin, for many, I tell you, will try to enter, by their own works, and will not be able. Once the head of the house gets up and closes the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock on the door, again and again, saying, Lord, open to us. Then he will answer you, I do not know where you are from, for you are not of my household. Then you will begin to say, We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets, but he will say to you, I do not know where you are from, depart from me, all you evildoers. In that place there will be weeping, in sorrow and pain, and grinding of teeth, in distress and anger, when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out and driven away and people will come from east and west, and from north and south, and they will sit down, and feast at the table, and the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. At that very hour some Pharisees came up and said to him, 
Leave and go away from here, because Herod, Antipas, wants to kill you. And he said to them, Go and tell that fox, that sly, cowardly man, listen carefully, I cast out demons and perform healings today and tomorrow, and on the third day I reach my goal. Nevertheless I must travel on today and tomorrow and the day after that, for it cannot be that a prophet would die outside of Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, who kills the prophets and stones, to death, those, messengers, who are sent to her, by God. How often I have wanted to gather your children together, around me, just as a hen gathers her young under her wings, but you were not willing. Listen carefully, your house is left to you desolate, abandoned by God and destitute of His protection. And I say to you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed, to be celebrated with praise, is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Greater than. Greater than Luke 13 1-35. So where are you today? Do you have the words you need? Do you know how to get or find the words that are needed for the situation? Are you ready to ask the Holy Spirit for wisdom and discernment, words and direction, help and instruction? Are you ready to invite Jesus into your heart so that you will never be alone and will always have the Holy Spirit with you? Are you ready to be ready? Are you ready to get started? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer asking for the forgiveness of my sins. I confess with my mouth and believe with my heart that Jesus is your Son, and that He died on the cross at Calvary that I might be forgiven and have eternal life in the kingdom of heaven. Father, I believe that Jesus rose from the dead and I ask you right now to come into my life and be my personal Lord and Savior. I repent of my sins and will worship you all the days of my life. Because your word is truth, I confess with my mouth that I am born again and cleansed by the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. Did you pray with me? Would you be willing to leave me a comment so that I can pray with and for you about such an incredible decision? Or if you don't feel comfortable leaving a comment on my blog, why not email or text me instead? Dash.